0: Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Today we're going to talk about What can you do to last longer in bed? But before I dive into the episode today, I wanted to remind you that I'm releasing this bonus episodes about the mental health challenges and their impact on our sexuality. Because how we feel, how we think, our emotional well-being has impact our sex lives. And in this series, I talk about uh, how is it impacting your sex life and uh, what can you do to change it. If you haven't signed up for our email list, please do so. Or you can look into the show notes and click on the bonus episodes and sign up for that episode that you would be interested in there. So far, we have one on OCD, we have on depression and and eating disorders, which is one of my primary specialties. So back to our topic today, I'm so excited and grateful to have a sex and relationship coach, Caitlin V on our show, because one of the main kind of concerns that I hear many of my clients have male clients that around the challenges that they have around last longer in bed, they want to please their partner. They want to have great sex life, but they had this history of climaxing too soon and they feel they lose erection or they have issues with achieving kind of erection or, or, maybe you're kind of man that you want to last longer for any any kind of reason so we're going to talk in details today about what we can do to help you reach your goal our guest today is Caitlin V she's a sex and relationship coach who helps men become amazing lovers and incredible partners, who wouldn't want that. Formerly a sexual health researcher and policy analyst, she entered the world of sexuality recently after a video featuring her went viral, which I'm not surprised. She's very interesting and engaging and obviously very informed about this topic. She works with clients all over the world on ending premature ejaculation, preventing erectile dysfunction, and developing unshakable sexual confidence. Combining personal experience with evidence based science in her coaching, Caitlin's mission is to create a sex and pleasure positive world. Here's my conversation with Caitlin V. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I am so excited to have Caitlin V, a sex and relationship coach, on our episode today. Caitlin, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. for having me. So excited to be here. Yes. Yes, I'm so excited. I know you have tons of good information and content around what people can do to last longer in bed. And this is one of the very common questions I get from clients and and actual Mm. friends. So I am so looking forward to this conversation.
1: So tell us, what can men do to last longer in bed? Yeah. So I have a I started as a sex coach like four years ago, and I really quickly realized that I had a special calling to work with men who were suffering from premature ejaculation, or early ejaculation, or generally just felt that they had a lot of performance anxiety, and it was causing them to ejaculate before they were ready and feel like they didn't have control over their bodies. And so really quickly, I decided to decided to focus specifically on them and on working with them. And one of the interesting things that I think was a unique perspective for me was that because I was a sex educator and I was a public health professional and a researcher, so I was a professional researcher before I really became a coach, even though I still worked one on one with groups and people i still um, i didn 't have like a more classic training um, and because of that, when I started meeting these men and uh, working one on one with them that they had premature ejaculation, i didn't necessarily go to the standard sex therapy textbook to look up. Like, what is the classic treatment for this, right? And probably not wise of me, to be totally honest. Like, there's tons of great research out there and lots of professionals have been working on uh, early ejaculation for decades. But I just decided to kind of, guess and check, like try it out through a bunch of different things, experimented um, with these clients, which, you know, thankfully they were paying me literally pennies an hour. So <laughs> I met, you know, it, it, was, it wasn't it was really unfair to either one of us. I said, let's just try it. Why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? And some of the things that I discovered through this now many years of experimenting, and now I've read all the research, I'm pretty, I'm pretty up to date on everything else that's available too. Um, but one of the things that I have realized is that lasting longer in bed often comes down to a handful of really simple, really effective, and frankly, easy techniques that men can implement. Um, One of the ways, one one of the very first places that I start with my clients is with the way that they have sex with themselves. Like the way that you have sex with you is laying the foundation for the way that you're going to have sex with a partner. And so if you have sex with yourself very, very quickly in the bathroom late at night while you look at porn and you feel a level of shame around it and you bring yourself to ejaculate as quickly as possible because you're afraid of getting caught or you grew up in a household where you learned how to masturbate as quickly as possible because of the fear of getting caught, you bring that into the bedroom with you and so for a lot of people a lot of men have had 10 20 years of conditioning of trying to bring themselves to ejaculation as fast as they could and then when they get in bed with a partner they're suddenly surprised to find out that their body goes to get to ejaculation as quickly as possible so that is one of the places that i start
0: Well, it's very cool. Like few things that you mentioned. One, one first thing that kind of really resonated with me that how you started experimenting with kind of like different approaches with clients. So, I uh, based on my license, I cannot (laughs) do kind of as much being creative with treatment because I have to follow this kind of evidence based approaches that that you share with me that you are also very familiar with that. But my understanding is one of the like few of the wonderful techniques that we use these days are coming from a researchers experimenting with different mm-hmm. things that they felt they were helpful. For example, with of Focus, which is yes. a touch exercise that we teach clients. That's Masters, actually. Master and Johnson was talking about how they learned it because the Johnson's mom was using kind of touch to calm her down as a kid. And she thought, oh, that, that's fantastic, a strategy. Mm-hmm. Let me explore mm-hmm. that with clients to see how would that kind of unfold, which is now is one of the most most effective strategies mm-hmm. that a sex therapist use. And
1: um, yeah. So the focus is so heavily based in mindfulness. Even though Masters and Johnson didn't use that language when they first were evolving that technique, if we look at it through our lens today, you know, it's very much about being present, being mindful, entering into a conscious relationship that connects our senses to our presence of mind, to our partner. And that's I mean, it's brilliant. I think that's why it's one of the oldest techniques and that it's still so commonly taught today is because the principles that underlie it are timeless and have been practiced for thousands of years.
0: Right. And I think we need to be creative <laughs> in our yeah. interventions at times because if we are doing more of the same, our fuel will, will not move forward. So it's wonderful that you started with experimenting and seeing results and now you're doing more of the thing that you felt was effective with clients. The other piece of it, when I get clients of um, men that they want to come in to they come into my practice because they want to learn, kind of like what to do to last longer, I always ask them, oh, "What is the underlying reasons?" Because it's also part of the, this. I know me and you we talked about in the past is that people have wrong expectation around yeah. how long the sex needs to last. What does it What does it mean to have a longer kind of like time that you're able to maintain erection? So there are two categories, as as, as we talked about in the previous time is that there are early ejaculation, kind of people that they kind of have this early ejaculation, premature ejaculation, and there are people who want to last longer. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious, is that something that people can do? Like, for example, if they don't have early ejaculation, maybe they last, I don't know, five minutes, and now they mm-hmm. want to train themselves to last like 10 and 15 minutes. Is that something that people are able to achieve, or that's something that like there is some limitations around it?
1: Yeah, that is a great question. Actually, people who are in that category where they have some ejaculatory control, and the way that I ask people to test this, the men that come to work with me, is can you control your ejaculation at all, even a little bit? Can you make yourself last a little bit longer when you are self-pleasuring or masturbating? So, you know, the next time that you masturbate, if you move a little bit more slowly, if you move a little bit more gently as you're stimulating yourself, Can you gain even a hint of control over how long it takes you to ejaculate? And if the answer is yes, then they absolutely can use the techniques that I have evolved and created over time to last 15, 20, an hour. They can last as long as they want, as long as they continue to utilize the practices and and the process. For those men for whom they cannot control ejaculation, even when they are masturbating. So every time that they masturbate, every time that they're with a partner, they're reaching ejaculation, you know, usually in under a minute. Sometimes as uh, short of as like ten or fifteen seconds, they need to see, or and actually everyone should see, but especially that category of men, they which is about two percent of men who identify as having premature ejaculation actually have a physiological need to go see a medical doctor and to make sure that their health is in order. You know, there's a relationship between ejaculation and serotonin levels, and that's why sometimes MDs prescribe SSRIs to men who have low low doses of uh, uh, antidepressant to men who have that kind of premature ejaculation. But unfortunately, a lot of men, probably the majority, who feel that they're not lasting long enough or worry that they have premature or early ejaculation go straight to the doctor. Right? They just assume something is wrong with my body. And obviously, the doctor, you know, the physician is going to have the cure for it. And a lot of men, then they get to the doctor and they realize that the only real treatment that many physicians are able to offer to them is taking a low dose of antidepressants that has other side effects like mm-hmm. decreasing your overall libido and they're really you know they feel frustrated and upset and and rightfully so because that's not a great option um, for the other 98% of men they don't need to take a prescription drug they're not depressed right and if they were able to cure their PE or move beyond to last as long as they wanted in bed then they wouldn't have you know that that's the the problem that they're looking to solve, they don't have a need for that. The other, the, what those drugs are actually meant to do, and so for the 98 percent of men, they're able to do that.
0: And I love that you talked about side effects. I'm not, I'm all for medication if it's a helpful tool for people, for mood management. I know some people are very hesitant to take those, but it, but I believe that they can be a helpful tool. But for example, if you are using it for something that you can address by using behavioral interventions and things you can implement that you can use for rest of your life, yes. uh, that can be fantastic because with SSRI, you're taking it and then. Now it's delaying the kind of like it helps you a little bit with the kind of ejaculatory uh, ejaculation, but also it has some side effects. And when you stop it, then you'll go back to baseline. But with Mm -hmm. some of these strategies that you're teaching and we're talking about, that can help people to by themselves with using the strategies at any place, any time to be able to have the erection that they want.
1: Yeah. And the side effects, yes, I'm so glad that you said that because the side effects of my method are like feeling more confident, having better erections. I was uh, just meeting with someone who had a a really bad case of of PE, a really um, challenging case with premature ejaculation. I've been working together for nine months, which is way longer than I usually work with somebody. Usually somebody's in to see me over about 12 sessions, three to four months total. But we've just seen such incredible progress uh, in this particular client, then it's honestly inspirational. The number of things in his life that have started to come online and work better and flow more easily, Like, and I would consider those all side effects of the methodology. Like, mm. He's experiencing more confidence at work. He ended a toxic relationship. He started dating he's having sexual encounters with new women now, that he is feeling confident that he he can go only as far as he wants. Like he has new boundaries in place. He has a new story about himself. He has a new relationship to alcohol because a lot of men turn to alcohol to help them to artificially delay ejaculation. So he's able to use alcohol more consciously and healthily. And and he's and not just that, but I think the greatest indicator of the success that he's having and the the sort of side effects of this methodology is that he's approaching sex both with himself and partners a thousand times more creatively than he ever has before. And that's really inspiring to me.
0: What a wonderful story. And because sometimes when it comes to sexual challenges, because people, they don't know that treatment is available, they feel like, you know, that's who I am. And then I have to work on acceptance or mm-hmm. uh, I have to kind of like work around that, which I think acceptance can be a good tool if you mm-hmm. examined all these options. If you went to a sex coach, sex therapist, and you really gave it a good shot. Most mm-hmm. people that I I see in my practice, I feel they think they gave it a good shot. Uh, Maybe they read a couple books or listened to different shows, but that doesn't mean like they got the help that that they need. And I know you have like courses, like you'd have your own coaching around that. But if you can share with us maybe some of the basic techniques that people can do to help them kind of lasting
1: longer, uh, what would be some of those? So I like to start with the breath. And the reason that I start here, there's so many benefits to just learning how to breathe correctly. The core of the breath that I teach is just a breathing into the belly. So most of us, we're walking around all day, every day, whether that's going to work or, you know, I live in a city, so there's constantly things happening around me. There's tons of people, there's ambulances all the time. I'm kind of surprised we haven't heard one uh, <laughs> since we've started <laughs> recording. Um, and so we're, we're constantly surrounded by stress, you know, uh, things that allude to danger, and even w- even if we live a relatively stress-free life, we still are not taught how to breathe correctly, and so we're most of us walking around with shallow, short breaths that stay up towards the upper third of our lungs, and so when we learn how to breathe correctly, breathe into our belly, breathe all the way down as deeply into our lungs as possible, we actually change the amount of oxygen that we're able to absorb into our body and into our blood. It changes our emotional and mental state and our physical state. And I'll save the sort of like longer anatomical explanation, but the truth is when you take belly breaths, deep, slow, steady breaths, you actually activate an entirely different nervous system that is closely associated with your genitals and with sexual pleasure, and you can actually immediately immediately access longer times to ejaculation. So just by breathing correctly, which is sort of like sensate focus, a timeless technique by breathing correctly, you can instantly create and you know I've seen men go from two minutes to five minutes immediately. I'm talking like overnight from one session to the next, just by learning how to breathe appropriately. And then we build off of that. that That is the core technique, whether you're alone, whether you're solo practicing or whether you have a partner, you know, tapping into and using your breath as a tool to change your physical, mental and emotional state and to also help you to become present with what's going on in your body.
0: That is truly a very, very important tool. And I'm glad that you're talking about it and talking about the breath piece because many of the clients that I see that they struggle with kind of early ejaculation is that they do have this kind of anxiety. Okay yes. it could be performance anxiety or generalized anxiety, and when you are anxious, you're breathing more shallow, and that causes you to kind of lose the erection if the anxiety is higher than a certain amount. So we're just anchoring to the breath and making this deep breathing. Part of the practice, as you mentioned, that that can be a very transformative tools. And I know that tantra practitioners they use the breath work mm-hmm. for lasting longer. I haven't practiced tantra, but some of the like sometimes I wonder, like, oh god, this person is like in the like educational videos. They they last for such a long time yeah. without that having kind of that friction of kind of like it's a different kind of relating mm-hmm. and having sex.
1: Uh, but I, I would imagine they also use the breath work. Right. And how different is that than the most standard point of advice that's given to men who have PE or early ejaculation, which is think about something else. Think about baseball. Think about your grandmother. One time someone even said to me, think about rotting meat. And I thought, <laughs> oh, oh God. gosh, I just... I just don't want my partner to think about anything other than me and the sex that we're having while we are being intimate. And I think that that technique is, it's based in the idea of numbing yourself, of turning down the intensity. It's not based in the idea of like building tolerance for pleasure. It's based in the idea that you cannot tolerate pleasure and therefore you have to decrease pleasure. And I think sex is one of the most important areas that we have access to pleasure. You know, we, 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 live in a world that's full of ambulances and emergencies and bills and taxes, et cetera, et cetera. And having a sexual connection with someone who we care about is one of the, it's one of life's greatest, most simple pleasures. And I hate to see people Turning down the volume on what is essentially a free and low harm activity that they have access to, where they can actually receive and get and give pleasure in such a beautiful way. And I
0: love when you mention it. I know we talked about it before that as you talked about the first time about the rotting meat technique, I got this oh. flashback of flashback of <laughs> the conversation I had with lovers uh, with love with a lover and. Around ten years ago, that I was like, oh God, he lasts so long, and then I, and, but he appeared to be preoccupied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I asked him, oh, like, honey, what were you thinking about? So, like, you know, and it was in the midst of like crash of stocks. And he said, you know, whenever I want to last longer, I, I think about the, my stock market and how it crashed. <laughs> well, this <laughs> is a strategy that people use, but how horrible it is that in in the midst of this wonderful moment with a partner, you have to go think about this miserable thing no. <laughs> that you are preoccupied the rest of the day to last longer again it's a common advice that people get and apparently it works for some people but what a unfortunate way to kind of you have to, to shift your attention when there are better ways agreed so tell us does longer sex is
1: necessarily a better sex Hmm, I think not. I think that if you are, you know, for, for a lot of men, they think that there's a time on the clock that means great sex, right? If I could just last for 10 minutes then sex would be great or 15 or 20 sex would be great. And the truth is that the length of sex, the, the time on the clock is not indicative of the quality of sex, right? It's sort of like quantity over quality. Even if you learn how to last as long as you want in bed, that's not going to necessarily make sex great, make it more connected or make you a better lover. And I think that, you know, it's easy to to look at time as the magic pill, right? If I could just last, then everything else would be okay. If I could just last, then she would be having multiple orgasms. She would be having orgasms through penetration. We will be having orgasms simultaneously. You know, we'll finally have the sex that I see in romantic comedies or in porn. And that is simply not true. Now, it doesn't mean that lasting longer isn't going to give you access to all of the other tools. That's the greatest thing about lasting longer, is that if you're super concerned about how long you can last, then you are not going to be able to focus on the tools, the techniques, the things that actually make sex great. And I like to talk about those things last when I work with my clients, because in, without that strong foundation of being able to last, then you and without mentally being able to last too, like in your body and in your mind, you will not be able to utilize any of the great tools and tactics and techniques that are available. And I think that's that's the really challenging part, is that when people think about sex tips or how to make sex great, often what they're thinking of is sort of like a limited idea of positions, right? I'm sure you get this asked to you a lot too, but what are some of the positions that I could use to make sex great? Uh, And I always say, you know, there's basically takes on three different positions. They've been around for a long time. You could buy posters of them and books of them and and they're not really changing. There's only so many ways that our bodies can really get together. Everything else is just a take on those other positions. The focus on positions is sort of the focus on time. Like if we could just figure out the one magic thing that makes sex awesome, then we would be having amazing sex. The truth is that you do have to be able to last in order to use all of the other tools of connectivity, of pleasure, of connection, of how you move in the way that you move with a partner to bring about the maximum amount of pleasure that is available to both of you. But lasting longer itself is not going to make sex epic. You have to last and then connect with your partner and then have great communication about what works for both of you. And then get really creative in the bedroom and recognize that the scripts that have been available to us via porn, via rom-coms, via friends, the idea of the basis, first, second, third, home run, like all of this is very, very limiting. And it prevents us from thinking, you know, outside of the box uh, when it comes to sex and pleasure, when really all, almost all of the pleasure is existing outside of the box.
0: Absolutely. And as uh, one of the example, one of the places that they see this, that People get challenged around if the longer sex is a better sex, is my clients who are taking uh, Viagra. Uh, because like now with this kind of magic pill, you are able to get this kind of synthetic longer erection uh, time. And then they come in with their partners and the partner are hating it. <laughs> they say, like, you know, I just don't like it. It feels uncomfortable. That's not what I enjoy. So I like that you mentioned that it can give you access to doing different things or have different kinds of a script. But I always ask my clients when they're coming in, say, I want to last longer. It's like, what do you want more of? At times they say, you know, I want to please my, if they are in a heterosexual relationship with my wife, my girlfriend. And they, they think like if they last longer, it necessarily means that the girlfriend or partner would kind of be able to achieve orgasm but when we're talking about it with the partner it seems like they're, they're not stimulating the right places or they're not doing foreplay enough mm-hmm. so it's not a matter of like lasting longer but I agree with you that at times especially with my clients that are kind of like definitely fitting in their early ejaculation or premature ejaculation that that's a challenge because they want to make sure that at least they are able to kind of have some elements of intercourse because I important for them and their partner and also the other piece of its a confidence boost and I know we can always say that you know it's not a matter of like size of the penis or how long you last but sometimes people if these messages are so strong that they feel more confident sexually what if they know that they are able to last longer and they show up differently in the bedroom even if they kind of like have this wonderful sex and within a five minutes
1: Yes, yes, I agree with you 100,000%. It's sort of like the the relationship that we have to our body on that level of how confident we feel in our body's ability to produce the result that we're looking for is so important that it can sometimes lead to all of those other factors sort of coming in alignment. And I think about this with, um, I think about the placebo effect because there's all kinds of sort of home remedies out there for lasting longer. And people message me all the time saying, hey, can I use this oil? Can I take deer antler fur? as a supplement in my coffee in the morning. Will that help me to last longer? Will that help me? And I, I really believe that sometimes people take these or the, or the pills that they sell at the gas station all the time. I get that message on mm-hmm. um, on my contact form or on my YouTube channel. Someone says, hey, I bought these like crazy pills behind the counter of the uh, gas station. And I think, "Oh, you know, there's so many untested things. Sometimes they test, they have actual prescription drugs in them illegally. Like they, they, mm-hmm. there's there's really a kind of a wild market out there that exists just to re- take you know people that are concerned about their stamina and remove their money from them <laughs> right um, and not, not usually ethically. And sometimes those those pills and those powders and those potions and the deer antler velvet and all of it is really just a placebo effect that helps people to recognize that they, they can be confident in themselves and in their bodies. But fortunately, you don't have to eat any of those things if you go and work one-on-one with somebody, you know, a coach or a therapist who can help you to sort of unravel the beliefs that you have about yourself, the beliefs that you have about sex that have gotten so tangled up with your body's physiological ability to perform. And then you don't ever have to eat a crazy pill again, because (laughs) I don't mean that derogatively, a a pill with mysterious ingredients or a powder or anything. (laughs) You know, we can actually help you to come up with a permanent solution that not only makes you last longer today, because that's great. You know, a lot of the men that I work with are between the ages of 20 and 40 50 years old but some of the techniques that i use in my process and my method not only do you last longer now but you're actually setting yourself up to have great erectile strength and strong erections without the need for pills later down the road and that, I think, is is really, really something that, that we should consider in the, in the wide number of options and the range of things that are available when you make the decision about how you're going to go about treating premature or early ejaculation. Absolutely. And I love that
0: you were talking about earlier that it's something that people can build build upon that skill and make it longer. So it's like a training for marathon. So if you learn the skills and strategies, maybe today you can run for a mile and then you build it to the three mile or six miles. And if you are using the strategies around kind of like naturally and using the psychological strategies to improve how long you can last and have a more so like, uh, you will have a more fulfilling sexual life, then that's something you can build on. So maybe your sex during 60s would be uh, more wonderful than <laughs> the sex that you had maybe in like 20s and 30s yeah. because you are actively working on these muscles to get it stronger. So you will be able to have the skills. I know that you have wonderful courses and materials around this thing. So I bet many of our listeners, they want to go kind of uh, dive deeper in this strategies. So tell us about where can people have access to those information?
1: Thank you. So you can find me at www.bettersexcoach.com. I just released about a month ago my first ever video course where I teach my method called Come When You Want. I teach it online. It's three and a half hours. It is step by step. Everything that I go through with my one on one clients, you can now have access to at your own pace. You can watch it on your phone and your computer. It's really something I'm really proud of because I, I want this methodology to be available to as many men as possible. And you know, we, you and I can only talk to so many people in a day, but if we make a video or something that's available to people, they can access it for the lifetime. So, if you had a better Sex coach, yes. Go ahead. .com, click on Lasting Longer. And then, you know, if you're if you're just sort of interested or beginning this journey, I put out a lot of free content on YouTube. I release a new video every Thursday and that's just, yeah, youtube.com slash Caitlin V.
0: Excellent. I got so excited when you were talking about videos <laughs> because I feel sometimes it's easier for people to kind of work on these things and privacy of their home and their own time. So that's wonderful that you have those courses. And guys, I leave a link in the show notes. So if, if you guys didn't get a chance to write it down, you can find the, the information about the course in the show notes. Caitlin, thank you so much for being generous with your time and the information and we hear your passion and thank you for your wonderful work.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was an absolute joy. I appreciate it. Bye.
0: I hope you, you found my interview with Caitlin helpful. I love talking to her because she gave us some useful tips that you cannot use today with kind of like being mindful of how you self-stimulating and masturbating and how is that impacting your partner sex and also focusing on this breath work that can be very, very simple and powerful. So if you guys like this show, if you found this conversation helpful, please subscribe and also share it with someone that might find it helpful as well. All right. I love you guys and I talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Sexology Podcast. For more great content, visit www.sexologypodcast.com. Please be advised that information presented on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider.